0: okay people so um yeah everything's gone a little crazy right work is insane so we're not really sticking to days and all of that um but today people we have a feature and a short so hope you enjoy hope you enjoy let's get into it all right people let's get into our feature film which is from um Roderick Fox and it is called Manscaping. It's a documentary. Okay people so um Manscaping right this is uh a new one that I checked out Right, and from the title, I had no clue what the fuck this was gonna be. You know what I mean? and I didn't expect it to be what it was. Right, uh, essentially a film about barbers. Right, um, so it is um, directed by Broderick Fox. He also produced, um, edited, and handled cinematography. Um, another producer on it is Lee Biolos, right? And he also handled the sound. Um, we had Ronit Kirchman, she was the um composer, so she did the music. Uh, then Scott Johnson, he's also um, he also handled the sound, edited the music. Right. So, yeah, that was our crew. Um, it followed three barbers. Yeah. So we had, well, two barbers. Right. And then there was Darren, no, Devan Shimoy Ama, right, who's a painter and a photographer. Okay. We then had Jesse Anderson who is a barber, and Richard Savvy, who, uh, yeah, he's, uh, I think he might have had the most interesting story just in the way they laid it all out, right? And he's a barber. I think he was a hairstylist and he became a barber. Um, and some other stuff. (laughs) Which you kind of thought we... Like, yeah, I was a bit like, no, there's got to be more to that dude, right? Because the way you looked at him, he's like, I don't know if he's making, like, bank just doing a barbering, you know? So the film this is the gist, right? Manscaping is an intimate documentary portrait of free free queer men who are reimagining the traditional barbershop. Devon Shimoyama is a black and American artist fast on the rise, whose barbershop painting series draws upon Afrofuturism and dragged to envision the black barbershop as a more inclusive space. Jesse Anderson is a young transgender Canadian barber and proprietor of Big Bro's Barbershop, where transgender non-conforming and queer customers know they won't have to go back into the closet to get a haircut. Richard Savvy, Australia's naked barber, yes, you heard that right, is a fetish barber, porn actor and former Sydney Mr. Lever who invites you to leave your shame and clothes at the door and to add the transformative power of kink to your cut. Their stories, artistry and Activision model ways Um, we can cut through the toxicity of male fragility in favor of social inclusion and personal freedom. So, uh, yes, that's that. Now, the the directors, they had a a, a statement, um, which is on their website, right? So it said, uh, so this is from, um, yeah, our director... Broderick Fox. All right, it says I entered into production on manscaping driven by my own complex matrix of desires and fear elicited by barbershops, and the impulse to scrutinize those feelings more deeply while exploring the lives, work, and the experiences of other queer artists and activists linked to these masculinist spaces. I grounded the production process of manscaping within clear stylistic and ethical approaches and a number of driving questions without limiting myself to a fixed or predetermined sense of what the film would become. This combination of preparation and trust reflects a new level of confidence in my creative process, making room for active exploration and the element of surprise both for myself and for audiences. I think of the documentary's potential as being inherently queer, using intersectional and interdisciplinary frameworks to unpack perceived norms. Manscaping is an experimental documentary that uses barbering and body hair as a means of questioning historical and cultural ideas about masculinity and manhood in the West. My own queer perspective and the stories of other LGBTQ+, and marginalized individuals are re-centered in my media works, connecting audiences with issues and perspectives that have traditionally been exercised from or sidelined by mainstream media my pursuit began with autobiographical acts in works like the skin i'm in shifted to biography with zen and the art of dying and has now extended outward to transitional assembly works in manscaping i'm gonna leave it like that if you want to hear more go to uh the manscaping website which is linked in the episode information people but yeah so we we you know we follow these people right we start off with um with uh De- devan right and he talks about going to barbers and you know n- not really connecting with it, but I will say I kind of think that is a thing, right? Because I barber shops—they're they're an interesting place, right? And I don't necessarily think it's just right. You you know what I mean? Like it, it, it's just queer people that will have an issue with it, but bar- like a barber shop can be irritating as fuck Right. Because the problem is oftentimes you go and, you know, what I mean, like the people that own it or the barbers that are renting chairs there, they've got their friends. They've got their peoples who always come in and jump the line and it's irritating as fuck. Right. They'll be on the phone for ages or just, you know what I mean? And it, it, it can be frustrating <laughs> like they can be very fucking frustrating so i i think there's a lot of people that can have issues with i, I remember going to one spot and the dude was trying to get me to go to his fucking church and just kept i had to block his number because my friend gave him my number and he kept him going he's like oh do you want to come to the church i was like no <laughs> oh, I don't go to church, son, stop bugging me, right? And it's just like, ugh. it can be frustrating. So yeah, it is. they can be odd spaces, but then they can also be fun. You can catch a mad joke in there, but it's about, I think, mean, it's finding the places that work for you. And that is the experience of these guys, right? They, they're trying to find those spaces that work for them you know, like, and yeah, so Devan starts off talking about it and then it's like how those experiences kind of came out in his art, right, and he created started his barbershop series, so that was interesting and also, I, I just think his style of drawings, paintings right, There's it's very multimedia Using different kind of techniques, different materials, and that's really interesting, you know. We then go with Jesse Anderson, and it's funny because they 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 show some exterior shots, and I'm like, "That looks like Vancouver," and then it comes up. Thank you. I was like, "Yo, yeah, ah, okay, love Vancouver, man." Um, and yeah, so Jesse's talking about his experience um, transitioning and like his relationship with hair right which was you know I would say like that was an interesting one because he was just like, oh you know I mean I, I, I didn't initially want a load of hair, right And so yeah, he's talking about that and then how he's creating this space right now the one thing he did say is just like the space is for everyone but then it's just like but you know queer black <laughs> you know i mean jump to the jump to the front of the line it was like wait what <laughs> i don't understand what do you mean did you make an appointment surely uh you know what i mean but it was interesting with um you know what I mean? Because it was it, because at first when we first meet him, he's like, Oh, I wanted to create this inclusive space. And you see it, and he's just cutting hair, and you're just like, I mean, you're cutting hair, right? Which is cool, but what like what else are you? I don't understand. But then as we you know follow him more, you you see all the different things that he's done. So He's incorporated um, like some of the needs of people on their transitional journey, right? So he's made it easy for them to get certain things because he's got it in the shop. And you'd be like, "That's that's a decent thing, man," because right, it it must be difficult to, um, you know, mean work out like oh what how do i do that or you mean where would i buy this thing right what like what's a good one to get and just all these questions so the fact that you know jesse then has this stuff in the shop it it kind of really makes it simple and and you know where people might be like i don't really want to have to go to that place and buy it what if people's you know it's just like they don't have to so i thought that was a decent thing that was a nice thing now like he, he talked about certain things that i guess you wouldn't necessarily consider right the prosthetic penises and things like that and it's just like what huh I don't feel like I wouldn't even have thought that would be a like not a thing to want one, but some of the stuff he talked about in that whole choice. And you're like, OK, interesting. All right. So, um, yeah, that that was a, it was like interesting seeing, you know, Jesse's part of the story. And yes, uh, as I said, look, when we got to Richard, right? Because they show it at first and he's just, he's cutting hair, but then they pan down and you do realise he's naked and you're just like, that. he's just like, oh, well, you know, I was a hairstylist and did all of this, but I was looking for a new challenge and one day I just said naked barber and everyone was just like, oh, yeah. And you're like, wait, what? <laughs> Did they really say that? You know what I mean? Like, it just seems like the honest thing to uh, decide to do, right? And, you know what I mean? There's questions about it because you think the, the, the height of the chair, where you're standing, so you're just like, hold on. Hold on a second. So... The more we got into Richard's story, right, the more you're like, yeah, obviously, right? That makes more sense now because I don't think you can do that solely, right? it it just that on its own because I think it's maybe, when I say limiting to the business, but like with a barbers, you can have loads of people sitting there waiting around, but with this one, you're not going to have that so it kind of limits your customer base right and the amount of people you can do within a day so it's just like yeah when the when the curtain comes back and we have more and more into what Richard does you're like okay yeah I mean that makes sense right I understand now. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know what I mean? It was just like... <laughs> okay. <laughs> Maybe some of the acting... I... Uh, you know what I mean? I, I don't think an Oscar's coming. But it looks like Richard is having a lot of fun. But. <laughs> so that... All those stories are so different, right? It's based around this one thing, the barbershop. But yeah, we get all of these experiences that are are very, very different. I mean, I I did feel there were certain questions that you think, "Ah, I I wish they had asked that, or you know, I mean, looked a little bit more into this idea because they talk about the barbershop you know toxic masculinity like that's something that gets thrown out all the time but I you know what I mean I don't think it's across the board right i I, I just think there's as I said like at the, at the jump there's different experiences everyone has with the barbershop right so i i think that's one thing, right? There was um a, another um a trans person in Jesse's uh, shop, Big Bros, right? And they were talking about the difference between women's and male's haircuts, right? But I will say because yeah, women's haircuts, like when you go with a friend or your girl or whatever, and it and they talk about the prices, it's just like what the. Fuck? Fuck. that's insane but then you see what that fucking experience is right i think i remember going to i think it was tony tony and guy i feel it's tony and guy right and yeah the chick i was dating at the time they gave her like wine or champagne one of the two right she's getting that and it's not just one small glass. It's just, you know, they kept it coming, right? And th- there's washing, blow dry. Like, there's so much, right? Where you go to a barber's, you sit down, and they'll, you know I mean, just cut your hair, do a little spray afterwards. But it's not the same production. So some of that price, it goes into, it's not a, you know what I mean? A, a straight up comparison in what happens. So, I, I, yeah, there were certain questions and things that I think, oh, it would have been interesting to kind of explore that a little bit more. You know what I mean? Do Do a little bit more, ask some different questions and all of that. But, all in all, it, it's interesting, right? And as I said, certain things come up that may be You didn't, you know, necessarily think about, consider around all of this, you know, definitely not going to a naked barbers, right? (laughs) That's just, (laughs) you know what I mean? It's just, yeah, Uh, not really that appealing. But then neither is like naked butlers, naked cleaners. It's just a bit like, "Mm, nah, (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but hey, to each their own, right? You know, if that's something you want, then Richard's gonna take care of you. Um, you're gonna have to fly to Sydney, but hey, it's there. It is there. So, yeah, people, manscaping, it is a, uh, it's an interesting one. It's definitely an interesting. Um, And unique documentary, people. So, yeah, if that sounds like you, then, uh, you know, go check it. And, yeah, the links, website, boom, boom, it's all in the episode details. So, yeah, maybe uh, give it a little perusal. Okay, people. So now it's time for a short documentary from Samina Fumu. It's the... Glorious one. Okay, people. So, The Glorious Ones is the new film from Samina Fombo. Um, She also goes by Mina. Right? Um, Yeah, the gist of it is is several generations of queer and lesbian black women and non-binary folk shared their glorious moments. Right? It's a... So essentially, it's a documentary talking about, you know, how they navigated the world, essentially, right? It's split into, or I believe it's three parts, right? We have the, in the beginning. Um, so, you know, they talk about growing up and life and all of that. Then the glorious moment, right? Kind of is kind of when they came out or when they realized or accepted who they were. Right. And then it ends with looking forward. So we have these three kind of moments. And so there is this group of women. Um, Now, I believe we've got Yvonne Taylor, Linda Devo, uh, Peter Petter. Um or, I'm not sure Shin Shittingford Um Louise Nat Wirendo Um Lembedo Sharifa Whitney James and L M Begno feel that's the women that were were talking but yeah they're not listed god it is that frustrating thing sometimes i said you know when it comes to the festivals the short films you don't always get you know i mean the full information of who was involved and who helped create and all of that which is a shame it's definitely a shame um but yeah so we we jump between all of these women like talking and going into, you know, this was me growing up and, we, you know, we lived here, we grew up in this situation, the school was like this, and it, so it's just this kind of oral history, essentially, you know what I mean, which is, um yeah, it's fine. Now, I did think that a lot, I mean, most of them, they, they're... Now, obviously, when you say they're all the same, but it's not it's like, you know, you you put everyone together and it's like, yeah, there's no gaps or anything like that. No, no. But all of their experiences kind of mirrored each other. And and it's just things like, oh, yeah, I hated wearing a dress. Right? When I, you know, I know plenty of, you know, lesbian, queer women, right? Who like wearing dresses. So it's just a bit like, it would have been nice to get more of a cross section, you know? Like, I, I wonder how these women were chosen for the piece, you know? it Maybe it was just random, right? And just so randomly, these women again had similar experiences, but who knows? But yeah, it would have been interesting to get uh, a bit more of a mixture, you know, because yeah, everyone had like stories of, you know, oh, yeah, my parents didn't know, and blah, blah, blah. but I imagine that, you know, and I've definitely heard, right, where people go, yeah, my parents knew. Right? So when I was coming out they are like, don't worry, we know. It's fine. We love you. Blah. You know what I mean? Uh, So it's just like, yeah, everyone has a different experience, a different way of navigating these things. But some are vastly different than the slight differences of some others. You know what I mean? So, yeah, it's 23 minutes, so it's not long or anything like that. Uh, it is you know, interesting, it's always interesting to hear about someone navigating life, you know. So, you see, like, there's sometimes there's facts that you think, oh, why didn't they kind of go further on that? Like, um, I think it was Devo. Right. She's talking. She's like, Oh, yeah. When I was 16, I had a baby. And it's just like, OK. Right. So are we going to explore that? Right. And it's not like, Oh, you can't have a baby. But it's just like, OK. So, you know, were you, was, you know, I mean, did you hook up with a guy because you weren't sure? Or you were like hoping to change, or like you know what I mean? Like that's the question. It's not like ooh, you can't have a baby. That's disgusting. No, it's just like how did that come about? And obviously, I know how babies came about. People, the stalk comes right, but no. As I said, it's just like because uh, you know. the way she's talking, it's kind of like she knew all the time you know I mean, that she essentially just like girls but it's like okay, so you know, and I think in other shorts and films and stuff people have often said that you know, I, like, I've had, had all these thoughts as a youngster and I was just trying to push them down, right, I was trying to run away from them I didn't want to be that but that's who I was you know so eventually it did come out so it's just like yo was that your experience like what was what was the thing right so it would have been interesting at times for more to be done right for Mina to push for more you know with the questionings but uh yeah it's still interesting people so uh yeah if you see it you might want to check out the glorious ones okay people so that's it for today um <laughs> yeah so um i don't know we'll we'll see what happens over the next few days but we will be back before the end of the festival don't you worry because there is still a heap of stuff to cover so um yeah until then enjoy the festival people and we will see you a real soon Peace.